card where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. Follow us and subscribe on YouTube. You ever want to look how find out how handsome we are? You can watch us every week. My phone's ringing. <laughs> Email us questions and complaints at hot start. Wrestling is hard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. Brandon, hello. How was your week? What's up, Jim? I'm good. I'm all right, man. In the throes of that post-holiday, uh, nothing to look forward to time of year. Just gonna knock, sit down and uh, knock some weeks out here, enjoying nothing except for a little bit of TJPW. Yeah, AEW. Yeah, nothing else to watch. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday was uh, Blue Monday. Happy Blue Monday. The saddest day of the year. Sure felt like it. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. How are you doing, Chris? Chris, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, spent the last week of my life, my new obsession, uh, the FX television series, What We Do in the Shadows, which is, um, I don't like too much on TV. And, uh, yeah, that show's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, it is. Yeah, really <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah, it is. Brandon, and, uh, No, I never even heard of it. What We Do in the Shadows? Yes. Go out of your way to watch it. You don't have to watch the movie. Just watch the series. It's on Hulu. Oh, they got a movie? They do have a movie. Taika Watiti. Familiar with him? Director? Now, you, you know me. I just hang out on the used tube. So do we now. Follow us on YouTube. That's Subscribe. Right. We're on Wrestling is Hard Productions. You can find us there. We produce content, so it's a production company. That's right. I'll try to steal it. Chris, what, LLC? what else you got going on, Chris? Come on. Nothing. Um, a juice? A juice. Watch Peacemaker. Mm. Uh, Brandon, did you watch that? Should we review it? it does star, no, I didn't. What it does star a certain John Cena. We can review it. Yeah. Can you get caught up? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Thirty minute episode. How far in are we? Three episodes. Uh, new episodes air every Thursday, I believe. Yeah. So by the yeah, let's by next it. week. It'll be by four. next week, we can talk about it. <clears throat> Because it's yeah. the dry right. times, brother. There ain't nothing to talk about. I'll check out Peacemaker. Yeah. What is he wearing on his head? It's a toilet seat. Peacemaker That's what they helmet. Call it. Toilet gold, seat. Prison toilet seat. <laughs> Got a gold mushroom tip. Have you have you watched the Suicide Squad yet? Brandon? Me? Yeah. You say yet as if there's like a time where I will. No, I'll, I'll never watch anything like that. <laughs> the Suicide Squad is very the. good. Not Suicide yeah. Squad. The Suicide Squad. Very entertaining film. Right, Chris? Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it months ago. I thought it was great. It's I really insane. enjoyed it. I watched it at the bar. Yeah, it was insane. A lot of fun. And then I uh, watched it at home, and my wife liked it, too. So we watched. Mm-hmm. He's a character, the peacemaker, John Cena. And there's all kinds of people, mm. and I got all kinds of theories, so I'd love to talk about it. Yeah, it's good. Should we talk about wrestling? I don't really want to. Uh, No. Uh, thank you for joining us this week, and... <laughs> We'll see you next week at the Wrestling is Hard Productions. I um Peacemaker Productions. Peacemaker Productions. I watch what else did I watch this week? Um nothing. I watch wrestling. Uh TJPW had a show on Itayon, January fourth. We'll get into that real quick. Uh what'd you think, Brandon? It was pretty damn good. These women, you know, I, I just want to preface this. A lot of women's professional wrestling, they're all like associated in some way, shape, or form with the old all Japan women's wrestling. Zenjo, as they call it, 
teachers, trainers, they're all like descendants of it. TJPW isn't. They're completely free of that. I think Dick Togo was one of their original trainers. So it's like Michinoku Pro stuff. But um, yeah, it gives an interesting, like more goofy, silly side to professional wrestling. Brandon, what were your, what were your thoughts? Yeah, so I, I watched uh, two of these, the Maki Ito match and the Yuka Sakazaki match. But the third one, I did that thing where I'm like, well, let me just tighten this up. And then I realized 45 minutes has passed, and I cleaned my whole basement and didn't watch it, didn't have time to go back. One uh, one positive, one negative. So you go first, and I'll, and then I'll tell you which one is which. But No, go ahead. I'd rather hear your positive and negative. Go ahead. Okay. Positive, Yuka Sakazaki and Yuki R.I. I thought this was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad this came up this week after the rant that I went on last week about Adam Cole versus Jake Atlas and Wheeler Yuta or whoever. Uh, I like that because Sagazaki immediately sends a message at the beginning of the match by like putting her opponent in sort of basic holds, like a, even a bear hug. And uh, you see her having a nightmare of a time getting out of them. It's like, okay, she, there's a clear skill difference here. And she's, you know, using simple wrestling technique to show that, hey, this isn't what your average opponent can do. Uh, from there, you know, she kind of dominated throughout the match. And, uh, you know, without commentary, that gave me the ability to go, OK, one of these two is a superstar. The other is trying to prove to everyone that she just deserves to be there uh, as opposed to the superstar coming down to them. And the outcome of matches, outcome of the matches decided by anything outside of like the skill of the two people. So I thought like them allowing some skill, skill gap in there and telling a story different than what we usually see uh, made it more compelling. I was a big fan. Chris, thoughts? Did you watch? Yeah, I watched. I, I agree with Brandon. Um, you know, I didn't know anything about these guys coming into this show, coming into watching it. Um, I thought all the matches, all three, I think it was three matches that we watched. Three. They were all really good. Uh, I was only familiar with, uh, actually, no, three people, one, one person in each match, I believe I was familiar with. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that first match uh, was a Yuka Sakazaki match. It's exactly what Brandon was saying, where it was like, you know, you know, I'm the, I'm the heavy here. And I'm just going to basically, you know, I'm going to showcase how much we're going to showcase how much better I am or more experienced I am than you and how that experience will just pretty much override whatever, like, you know, skill level that you have at that point in your career. So, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a good match and definitely a good way to tell a story there. Also, um, we get to Hikari Noah versus Maki Ito. Maki Ito wins. Maki Ito is now the international champ. People unfamiliar, you guys, maybe you're unfamiliar. The international champ was supposed to be defended overseas. And uh, Maki Ito, the face of TJPW in the United States, for sure, and in Britain, is now the international champion. I wouldn't be surprised if she comes over here. I would be a little surprised if she just is on AW Dark and losing all the time. But uh, Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, I don't think I can really do Maki Ito anymore, to be honest. I uh you know, it's probably not going to want to hear me say this. I don't want to lay into it, but the incessant screaming throughout the entire match when she's exerting herself made it like I couldn't get past it. I, I tried watching it with the sound off. Uh, it's like you, you can't watch it with the sound on without it, this apartment. I'm in ain't too big. And just if it's not annoying me, it's going to certainly annoy the other person in the house. It's just it was it was took away from the match to the point where I had a hard time focusing on on what was going on because it's it's almost the entirety of the match. So I don't want to give like, I don't, I don't want to, to just trash her and say, don't watch it. But 
it was it was too much for me. What did you think of uh, Hikari Noah though? Yeah, talented. I mean, it was a well wrestled match. I enjoyed both of them. It seemed I had to did a little bit of reading to to uh, understand the story where Hikari Noah, even though she's young, I guess is like yeah, kind of handing over the title here. This match wasn't necessarily about her, I guess, but uh, it was kind of the end of her her first title run. Uh, you know, they're really skilled. Again, I don't I don't think that's the problem. So she um she's obsessed with death matches. So we'll get to death matches in a minute. Uh, Chris thoughts. Yeah, I have a hard time with the the emoting in uh, a lot of these Japanese women's matches. That's what kind of kind of uh, takes me out of them. Um, but you know, I mean, like I said, uh, they're they're all starting. I'm starting to warm up on the whole thing because uh, I'm getting a better idea of what's going on and who people are. Uh, I am starting. It's one thing, and it's a Japanese wrestling trope to begin with. And I was going to say something about this this last week, but I can. I'm starting to get to the point where I can do without the elbow exchanges. Um, you know, it's 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 just it's in every single match, and it's still, a lot of times a big chunk of every single match. So, but other than that, like I said, good match, Makito. Uh, yeah, like I wasn't aware that that was the international title. So to it would make sense because that's the woman from TJPW that most, I would assume most people in the United States that are familiar with that at all are going to kind of gravitate to. So uh, with that, let me, let me transition to this. So this company named prestige wrestling. Now I don't know how real this is or not. <laughs> they haven't had a show in since 2019. They said they've reached, reached an agreement with TJPW to run some shows on the West coast soon as they're able to i mean it's exciting i guess but um and it seems a little weird because tjpw didn't retweet it or anything they didn't mention it so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means but i mean coming with the international title i mean hopefully they can travel i don't know all right let's move on uh mizuki challenged uh Mio yamashita for the princess championship brandon thoughts didn't catch this one so you guys go you were, ahead. You were cleaning the floor that's right uh chris thoughts yeah, I, you know, I mean, I, I guess it's my my review of pretty much it's every uh, Japanese women's wrestling match uh, is that, you know, my lack of knowledge of what the hell's going on. Just kind of by the time I get three, four matches deep, I just kind did of get taken get, out of it. Did you listen to English commentary? Yeah, I listened. To English. No, I mean, they explained it. I, I did listen to the English commentary. Uh, but just saying, I mean, it was it was. Um, it just kind of slipped in and slipped out. You know, I mean, it was it was a fun match. Once again, it's a fun match to watch. But when I'm not aware of the backstory as much, uh, it it's kind of hard to keep my attention. So I found myself staring at my phone a lot during this. And that's not to knock the product itself. That's that's it just actually me is. not being <laughs> to say you're no, not no, interested no. is definitely a knock on no. the product. No, it's not. Maybe it's a knock on me. Right. Remember, I like mash. So, you know, my taste is shit. <laughs> Brandon, your thoughts on mash? Hate hated mash. One of the worst uh, daytime television shows I'd experienced when I was being babysat by my grandparents. So that was that in Little House of the Prairie where where one A and one B snooze fest. So would you take Little House on the Prairie greater than, less than, or equal to Makito screaming in a match? 
I would I would have to go with Little House on the Prairie because there's a chance that that my Grammy might fall asleep when someone isn't incessantly screaming and I could plug in that uh, PS2, get a little Grand Theft Auto going when she passes out. That's what I used to do back in the day. But... Ooh, 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 ooh. Go ahead. Ooh. ooh, let me just chime in because I forgot to say this last week. Mm-hmm. You brought up Grand Theft Auto. I have uh, Grand Theft Auto 3, 4, and 5 for the Nintendo Switch. Right. And it's the exact same game except they reskinned it. Yeah, they reskinned it. <laughs> I've been seeing reviews so, about this. So when he walks, he, he's got a more defined face. Remember, like Grand Theft Auto Three, where they would like they'd be like, "Hey, listen, I need you to go down to the block ass hands. Pick, pick pick one of my girls up with Tony 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 Macaroni and drive her over to the thing." And then he would just kind of go like square ass face. Yeah, square ass yeah, hands. And the funny thing is, is I'm trying to play it without smashing into other cars while you're going from mission to mission, which is completely impossible to do. Yeah. And then eventually the mania just takes you over. You're like, yeah. Especially after a failed a failed mission where you're just like fucking up killing everyone because it's their fault. You got fault. like 20 cop cars chasing you. Yeah, exactly. Put the code in for the tank. Uh, I got to look it up. I forget it. I haven't had a chance to do it. Yeah. Yeah, they just basically enhanced like the the awkward angleture of the the original game. I'm not I'm not sure that it actually looks better, but yeah, I started playing San Andreas again. It just I'm, looks different. I'm playing The Witcher <laughs> no. Three again. There you go. Well, it's all about these games that we're just playing again. I don't want Make anything new. Good. I don't want anything no. new. <laughs> no, I have a I new have game on the horizon. Game Pass. You have the Game Pass? Yeah, Wait a minute. You have rules. you guys both have Xbox, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I have the PS. I have a game on the horizon that is going to coincide with my purchase of a next-gen system. But other than that... Is it uh, Grand Theft Auto X? Yes, oh, Grand Theft Auto it, X. Is it uh, WWE 4K 16 or whatever? Mm-hmm. With Adrian Neville's magical cape. Did you... Uh, Brandon, did you check, catch this out, or check this out on Twitter? The... Uh... People were upset that Rey Mysterio Jr. is on the cover of the new WWE show, uh, game. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know why you would be upset about Rey Mysterio being on the cover. I feel like that's a, an awesome cover. What was the what was the heat? I think it's more of a younger generation that don't remember Rey Mysterio Jr. being probably one of the most influential luchadors in the history of the universe. I'm going to go. I don't even think there's a probably attached to that. Yeah, I mean, unless you're going to go like El Santo, <laughs> like yeah, but I mean. You know, he didn't hold. He wasn't. It was in a WWF guy, WWE right. guy. You know, he's not world. I guess he would be world renowned. Yeah, Mil Mascaris, Mil those Mascaris. guys too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they had to put them up there as well. Uh, half of the Stardom roster um, says they're inspired by Rey Mysterio Jr. The guy. I think they all do the six one nine. They all do the six one nine. Every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I always like just hearing that makes me reminded of how strange the public is that I don't know what that reaction is where you don't understand something or you're not informed enough. So it must be bad. Like if I, when I was young and I don't know, somebody Bret Hart's on the cover and Bret Hart was gone by 1998 on WWF when I was watching it. I don't know how the fuck my, like why would your reaction ever be, this is bullshit. This guy this is hardly it. a part of this stuff. Like, what? <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah, Maybe you, you miss something, and it's cool for other people. Right. <laughs> how, about, 
How about like, I'm not enjoying this. On... How about maybe other people will? That'd be cool. Go ahead, Chris. How about instead of focusing on the fact that fucking who's on the cover of the goddamn game, focus on the fact that the game has been fucking broken same. for the last 20 fucking years. It's the, same it's the same game over and over again, and it never fucking works. I bought one, downloaded it years ago just to create myself and four different versions of myself, and then the game was unplayable. <laughs> I just spent three hours building dudes. This game sucks. There's so many bugs. That's the best part about the, the new WWE games is that you get those videos of bug compilations where dudes that's all that's good. like <laughs> flopping in and out into the heavens. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna buy it, Chris? I know you're a big fan. I, no, absolutely not. I'll never buy another game from them again. I'll probably, I probably will, honestly. Not when it's sixty dollars, but when it goes down to like twenty nine ninety nine, okay, just okay. because they shut it off, they shut it off for a year and rebuilt it ground up. So I'm like, oh, see, see, uh. But they did Black Friday I'm sales, brother. My favorite. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I think I I have WWE 2K Battlegrounds. I think I have it on the Switch. What is and that? It's the like it's like an NBA Jam style, over the top, you know, cartoon style wrestling game. Mm-hmm. And you know you can like you 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 uh, you accumulate like experience points and you. And you can unlock different wrestlers and different gear. And when you go to the unlock screens, they're inside uh, toy packaging, banging on the toy packaging, trying to get out. And I remember I played it for about 20 minutes and then it broke. Like it, and then I realized it's fucking, it's fucking broken. Like every other fucking WWF game, it's fucking like I played it for a while. And then all of a sudden, like the game was freezing and, you know. It's, that's the reason why I stopped playing. I, we shit. Just, we just mentioned The Witcher. That's the reason I stopped playing The Witcher 3 because it started, like, conking out on me. But then I realized I just had it running in on fucking pause, charging my – on rest mode for days, and then jumping back in and being like, yeah, this should work fine, instead of turning it off. Um, yeah, poor Geralt. All right, should we talk about more wrestling? <laughs> Wrestling video games. Right, let's talk about how about this? Uh, Mustafa Ali asked for his release. Brandon thoughts. Mustafa Ali, good. Uh, from I mean, WWE. Envious, sorry, from WWE. Yeah. I'm envious that that dude's at the point in his life where he can get a consistent paycheck and work a couple times a year, and uh, he's able to ask for them to turn the cash faucet off. So good for him. I, he said he has a message bigger than wrestling. I looked up that he doesn't think he can get across in WWE. I don't know where he thinks he's going to get it across. I think, you know, there's probably it's a little overcrowded for anyone to be making any major messages in AEW. So I wouldn't be so confident. We'll see where he ends up. Yeah. Uh, this is the guy that uh, Mustafa or is he Mustafa? I don't know how you pronounce his name. Ali. Ali um, is a guy that uh, he became a police officer to change it from within. And then when he realized he couldn't, oh, he, quit. he quit. He quit. He quit. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I can be a, I'll be a professional wrestler. I'll try to change it from within. Maybe he's quitting because he can't change it from within. I wouldn't be surprised if it has something to do with the Saudi Arabia show coming up. What if they had him coming be- in on like a fucking carpet or some racist day as bullshit? That was one thing I heard. You know, the one article I read mentioned that Vince had asked him to do something that like the, you know, without describing it was something that he would never do. So I'm assuming it was some tropish like racist thing chris thoughts on mustafa ali or mustafa I'm, ali 
you know, I good for him. You know, if you feel like you're in a position in which you can quit your job because you don't like the way you're being used or being treated, good. Good for you. I'm glad you can quit. I wish, you know, but at the same time, I don't know, you know, where, you know, if you're unhappy, you're unhappy. Leave. Uh, but I don't know where, where he's going to get his message across. Not that anybody, not that he's not. Like, it's just think of the world that the wrestling universe. I mean, where are you going to go to get your message across? Fucking some fucking gymnasium in fucking the middle of Kansas. Uh, you know, I mean, you're <laughs> well, he was the catching, wrestling. He was catching ahead. shit from wrestling fans. They were calling him, you know, the classic terrorist and stuff like that. And he was just like, I'm from my parents from fucking Pakistan. Like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, this is what the world he decided to jump into. I know he wants to change it from the inside, but that's one of those ones where you're just like, mm, wrestling <laughs> fans? Dude, yeah. uh, you want to change? You want to change? Smart, the, bro. You want to change the the uh, perception uh, of of or the way that wrestling fans not only already think, but through their favorite product or favorite television program has conditioned them to think for the last fifty fucking years. Right. I'm trying to think as we're talking about this, has the has there ever been a um like a Middle Eastern baby face ever? No. No, right? I mean look if somebody could about tell them. Yeah. Was Jinder Mahal at any point baby face? I think would no. maybe the crowd a little slightly, but when he was in three B N what was it? Three man band, three MB. Right, well, hold on, hold on. Let's. But he was I'm a heel then too. He's They're Indian, Indian though. though. He's Indian. He's, he's Indian. Pakistani. Yeah. That's not Middle Eastern. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to say. No, there's like, never you been. Know. Do you think the Iron right, let's, Sheik? Let's, let's think of actual on, Middle let me, Easterns, Saudis. Let me uh, well, hold on. Let me just put this in a, in a in a way that we can frame it, that it'll make sense. Has there ever been a wrestler from? A country that a fucking ignorant racist piece of shit would just assume that everybody from that country is a terrorist. <laughs> Has there ever been like a baby face from any of those places? Just as a reminder, WWE actually had a terrorist wrestler who had bombs strapped on. Yeah. Do you remember nine eleven happened? It was um what the fuck was his name? He was an Italian guy. It was <laughs> Muhammad Hassan. Muhammad Hassan. Muhammad Hassan. <laughs> but he was Italian, wasn't he? Look at oh, see, somebody look up. I think he's an Italian guy. <laughs> they also Damn. had Tiger Jitsing Jr. Indian. Indian. Yeah. But heel. Yeah, heel, of course. <laughs> Muhammad Hassan, real name Mark Capani. Hey. Yeah. Hey, hey, Mark. Go, Mark, Mark from Jersey. Hey, Marcus. Hey, I, my, hey. na- my mother named me for Marcus Aurelius because she said when I was born she could see the wisdom in my eyes. He's <laughs> <laughs> from Syracuse. I'm from Syracuse, New York. Hey, hey pal, uh, come, on in, Syrac- come on into the office. Can you play a terrorist, but pal? Muhammad Hassan was billed from Detroit, Michigan. It's funny that they did that. Like They didn't want to go as far as to... To make him an international terrorist, they're just like, where do people hate? Like, I don't know, Detroit. Well, <laughs> in 2004. Sorry, let's go Detroit. <laughs> All right, let's oh, move on. Detroit. Let's right, stop yeah, talking about racist shit. Let's move on. Um, let's talk about, well, we're going to talk about some more weird shit. But, uh, <laughs> I know it's coming. <laughs> All right. Um, how about uh, WWE? They uh, 
someone from WWE, I don't know, you pull up the, I don't fucking care. We're just going to go to the generalized. Talks to Toronto newspaper and says that, uh, basically saying that I don't know what sponsors would want to work with AEW because AEW self mutilating women <laughs> are on TV. Why would you want to work with them? Brandon, thoughts? I don't have too much interesting to say here. The only thing I thought was compelling about this press release or, or leaked interview is that WWE specifically lists out who they care about and their decision-making in specific order where they're like, I don't know why you would do that because this is who they put in, in this order, network partners, then sponsors, then venues and fourth place children. And then last the general public. There you go. Like, you shouldn't do this because because of these. <laughs> eventually, we get the children. Uh, Chris, <laughs> it's fucking bizarre world. How about, it really is. Man. WWE. I liked it better when you didn't know any of this shit. WWE will be a fucking race to do racial stereotypes all over the place, but blood on TV. Got to worry about the no, children after the stockholders, after the sponsors. If the venues like it. But the children don't. Venues trump children. Yes, children yeah. come forth. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm curious how AEW, like, AEW kind of responded, the people involved with the match. They were talking about the um, TJ versus uh, the Bunny and Chris Statlander match from a couple of weeks ago, um, which I have on our match of the year list because I thought it was fucking amazing, especially the Bunny doing the split skis into Labia Down thumbtacks. Um. Yeah, I'm curious how AEW kind of responds. If you were to be petty, which I'm a big fan of being petty, they should do an entire death match show. Two hours well, of dynamite uh, where they're just bleeding all over the fucking place. I think you're in luck because uh, they're the owner of um of AEW seems to be a big fan of being fucking petty too. Yeah. So. Good stuff. I, yeah. Good. Although there's, I, there's, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of thumbtacks, but anytime genitalia is being smashed into oh them, that's I'm a big, big fan of two spots with thumbtacks. The one I watched the other day with labia down, and when they jam them in your mouth and they kick you in the face, I'm a huge fan. That's of that. a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> they dump them in in a funnel. Yeah, and then just kick you in the face. <laughs> huge fan. It's so stupid. I wonder if anybody swallows them, like accidentally. I'm sure. Had to have happened, right? Duke them out. Shit out of thumbtack. Must feel good. Woo. All, right, all right, let's go. Uh, what else? We, should we talk about more AEW? We got some all kinds of weird stuff to talk about because we don't really want to talk about AEW because it stunk. How about let's melts? get it out of the way. Let's talk about melts. Excuse me, I just burped on a on a new our video uh, medium. I just burped. Um. So Meltzer, uh, first of all, this blew my mind. I did not know this. So elimination chamber. I mean, it makes sense. Elimination chamber. When they have an elimination chamber in a place where, uh, let's say, genocide has taken place, they change the name. So elimination chamber in Germany is called something else. It's called like no escape. No escape. It's called. It blew my mind. I mean, it makes sense, but I didn't think uh, WWE would be sensitive about that at all. Um, That could also be German television. Tell them they have to change the name. Um, I don't know that, uh, no escape is any <laughs> fucking better than 
the elimination chamber. I mean, obviously, yeah, elimination <laughs> chamber in Germany is pretty I, bad. Listen. But no escape. It's just fucking shitty as hell, too. Holocaust not funny, but. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say on the front? What did it say on the front of Auschwitz? Work equals freedom. Work means freedom. I, I think that's what I it have does. no idea. I think it does say that. Yeah. So there you go. But Meltzer takes it upon himself because, uh, you know, everybody gets on their soapbox whenever you go to Saudi Arabia. Instead of, like, actually not watching the product. Work sets you free. That's work sets you free. There you go. They um, they get on their soapbox and they're, eh, Saudi Arabia. Well, Meltzer says, you know, well, they're going to have the elimination chamber in Saudi Arabia. I guess Auschwitz was not available for this. I guess making a correlation between the murders in that happen on a regular basis, Saudi Arabia against political and social enemies of the state and the Holocaust. Brandon, thoughts? Oh, I'm glad we're getting out all the hot takes here. The, as soon as we decide to post our faces on on YouTube, saying all this stuff. So, <laughs> um. I get uh, this is what I'll say. I get that why people were upset at the tone that this old bozo used to reference uh, the the Holocaust, uh, but I don't think it's that big of a like false equivalency to compare the genocide that's happening in Saudi Arabia to Auschwitz. And I don't I don't know why people were that pissed about that. They are killing like tens of thousands of people in Yemen, so it's like I think it honestly should be more more of a big deal and brought up more often. Without the like, hey, let's make a silly little joke here. I guess. Uh, right. Way. Should, right. I agree with you. It should be more forward, and less wink, wink, nudge, nudge. People die. Yeah. Chris, thoughts. It's a, video whenever medium. We br- whenever we bring up, whenever we bring up uh, Meltzer, my brain just like I don't even I can't even comment. Did you say something about brains? My because brain. Because Sh- Shibata's brain was removed from his body when, during surgery. And <laughs> yeah, they took in. it out, put it back in, and washed it, back it, in. it put it Watch. back. Saturn V, Hector. Hector, yeah, look up Saturn V. There you go. That's our Meltzer news for the week. Do we have any other Meltzer news? Do you say anything else stupid? No, right? No. No. Not I mean, I'm sure it did. In my world. Yeah. Uh, how about this one? Okay, uh, before we move on to AEW. So, um, Cody. Cody Rhodes supposedly is working without a contract. Now this has this has this is released through Fightful Select, I believe, um, during an interview, and um, this has caused people to speculate. Along with the Mickey James announcement, has caused people to speculate. Everybody's going to be in the Royal Rumble. John Moxley is going to be in the Royal Rumble. Moose is going to be in the Royal Rumble. Cody Rhodes is going to be in the Royal Rumble. The only way I could see Cody Rhodes being in the Royal Rumble and accepting it, not that I think it's going to happen, is if he shows up at the Royal Rumble, and I saw this on Twitter, I'm stealing the joke, signs his contract for AEW, and then throws himself over the top. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Brandon, thoughts on any of this being true? Yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, one of two things is, is happening here, and this honestly did confuse me. It's either one, this is their way of, like, Cody Rhodes is going to go appear with this TNT title on other shows, or uh, they're coming up with some creative way that this is part of the story. 
or this is just like a bizarre fuck up by AEW that's like leaked out now in some in the negotiations, which I think is less likely to be true. But I prefer that this is the truth that they started this company and and for some reason only signed the people that built the company to like two year contracts, <laughs> two or two or three year contracts, and like it it slipped off their radar that now they're they're no longer employed. Chris thoughts. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't. Isn't this guy like a owner of this company? EVP or something? I thought he EVP. Was. I mean, does right? How, do you, how is he not contracted? This is all bullshit. It's a fucking work. It's horseshit. He's probably it's... gonna sign his fucking. He's gonna sign his contract tonight or tomorrow night on fucking Dynamite. Because he's they did they did post like a big deal that he was gonna be on Dynamite tomorrow night. So yeah, we'll get to Dynamite's card. Fucking later. great. I don't understand. Like, it's so uninteresting as a work that it's like almost. That's why it made it made me second guess it because I'm like, what? There's no risk of this guy disappearing. He's an owner of the. It's like Tony Khan might part ways with with AEW. It's like no, he fucking runs it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's his. It does have the the dopes. The WWE dopes all of a sudden are praising Cody as this great professional wrestler. It's coming back though, which I always love. WWE fans, there's such a weird thing, and we, you know, you see it online in particular. It's just this like well, WWE versus AEW, where we can't enjoy the other person's product. I want to watch the other person fail. It's so weird. And then as soon as somebody like Cody supposedly is going, doesn't have a contract, might come back. Then all of a sudden it's like Cody's coming back, and it's gonna, yeah, AEW's going down. We got Cody. Cody's the best. It's like what the fuck? Jeez, you fucking crew of hypocrites. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Brennan. Yeah, that uh, this podcast is nothing like the rest of the wrestling internet. I will say that no. I've gotten, especially because following more people on here, I, I still fuck around with TikTok at night, and I've gotten into like pro wrestling TikTok. And there's oh these guys that are like big in this world that have hundreds of thousands of followers. This kid did uh, the other night. He did rank like his top ten theme songs. Number one all time, he said was a uh, Metalingus. And I'm, yes. I look, I'm like, dude, that's like the worst song I've ever heard. I look at the comments and they're like, great choice. Which one's Metalingus? It was between like, Edge? That's Edge. Actually... It was between Edge and Randy Orton's, which I think are like two of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. So. I disagree. I love Metalingus. Cunnilingus. I mean, metal, Cunnil- Metalingus is the only thing better than Metalingus is Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. Yeah. Palacio Cunnilingus. Metalingus blows. <laughs> is, is... <laughs> the only thing better than Metalingus, you know what Metalingus is? Like the, the actual definition of metalingus? Yeah, Chris, give it to us. All right. That is when you perform cunnilingus on a woman who just did, went labia first to do a pile of thumbtacks. Yes. <laughs> metalingus. I thought it was uh, metalingus is when you perform cunnilingus on the T-1000 in liquid metal form. And if you... <laughs> If you if you rewind the, this on the on our new video feed, you could slow it down and actually see my brain, my eyeballs start to move around as I was formulating that joke on the fly. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. Yes. Quick uh, wit. Anything else? No, nothing. Uh, I'd mentioned uh, women's uh, death matches. I watched Prominence, which is the new women's death match from a bunch of girls that used to be in ice ribbon wrestling in Japan. They did, they're doing preview shows, so it's basically like a news conference. So it's like a stage with a cage around it, seating, and we're talking about like folding chairs facing it like it's a stage. Like you're going to see a bad show, 
which you are, and uh, they perform a couple of death matches, and then they have a press conference, and they talk about death matches. It's fucking ridiculous. It's on Wrestle Universe. Wrestle Universe, best bang for your buck. Like, a, and like an expose? Yeah, it's ridiculous. They bleed sample. all over the place. What's that? <laughs> Chris Here's a little sample. Here's a little taste of what you could get. Cunnilingus and Metalingus. All right, here we go. Let's go over AEW. Oh, boy. AEW, uh, you know, the, the critics of AEW, they say it every week. They say, unless there's a massive fucking, massive reveal during their weekly show, it kind of stinks. And here's an example of it. Uh, it, oh, good boy. We can do our Bleacher Report. Okay, so Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish opened the show. Do you remember any of this? I do, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't. Brandon, you remember any of this? Oh, I do. Yeah, because uh, Britt Baker comes out. Yeah, I remember how this ended. I don't remember why. Who Was there a match to start this? Um, No. Promo. Yeah, it was Promo City. Two. Just Kyle O'Reilly talking about how they want to win the titles. Yeah, promo into the Bucks coming out. The one buck. That's what the world needs. Yeah, one buck says, I beat COVID. I beat COVID in two days. (laughs) Sound like he's facing like shit. (laughs) Go home. You can see all the little little gray balls with red spikes on them flying out of his mouth. (laughs) Attaching them to other people's cells. I'm such a manly Uh, man. And, um, yeah, and then Wheeler Yuta and the rest of that crew came out, and, you know, then it was the same thing over and over again. <laughs> but then uh, – It's just really entertaining. Alien Girl, Alien Girl goes, goes one-on-one, tries to go one-on-one with like uh, Adam Girl. Cole. And then um, Britt Baker comes out and attacks her from behind, curb stomps her, and then we get a sweet-ass make-out between Britt Baker and um, Adam Passion. Cole. Passion. The passion, the power and the passion. Lust. Deep, deep tongue, lashing, COVID everywhere. It and there you go. Mouth. <laughs> so I'm assuming Britt Baker is now with these guys. Brandon, thoughts? Kind of funny to, if you want to be a heel, to, to just kind of sneak stuff in there where you you don't believe in COVID or that you're, you're here two days after you had COVID and, you, and you're already over it. Like just anti-science shit. So like, I got COVID in two days. <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. No, I don't know. Incel's probably pissed. Official confirmation. Britt, Britt Baker's kissing a dude. Uh, not that interesting though. They've got the dudes want the titles. Other dudes want the titles. Who's going to win the titles. And now they got girls so. with the dudes. So at least you get a couple of girls, but it's still, Ten dudes in the ring. More dudes. Chris, thoughts? Well, the other thing about this is that it's it's not going to end. Because uh, what in my in my prediction here is, and I think it's not really too much of a stretch. I don't think I'm saying anything nobody else has thought of that it's going to be basically it's going to end up being Adam Cole and the Red Dragon guys, and then we'll have Babyface Young Bucks and Kenny Omega will come back, and then we'll just stuck with those six dudes. For the next year and a half. Yeah, PWG. So none of this, none of this is going to change anytime soon. It's I don't have any shit over and over again. Yeah. And and the. Sorry, go ahead, Chris. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't, you guys tell me if you do, but I don't, I don't don't have any equity built up with Red Dragon. Where I'm imagining uh, in Young Bucks' minds, this is some sort of dream tag team thing to get these four facing off. But to me, it just comes off as like 
everybody that's watching this show was either a fan of pre AEW Young Bucks work or NXT with Kyle O'Reilly, and to watch both of these factions sort of repeat stuff that they've done just feels like a an uninteresting thing for what was supposed to be the exciting like oh they're free to do what they want to do. I am a more of the uh, New Japan version of Young Bucks versus Red Dragon. That's my attachment to it. But we're talking about that's five years ago. Easy, Chris. Longer than that. Longer yeah, than that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, no, I it, well, it's it's almost like they have this they have this philosophy of if it didn't happen on our TV, it's never happened before. Who? So we'll just do everything again and again. AEW. Oh, I disagree with that. I think that they yeah they, they rely heavily on people knowing who these people are and by the stuff they did other places. WWE is only. WWE is only. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Like like. All right, we're gonna present we're gonna we're gonna present something as brand new that or or hmm, I don't know how to say this. I I don't think I represented myself because they are definitely recognizing the fact that all this shit happened before. But it's almost like yeah, but it hasn't happened here yet, so it's new, even though it's happened somewhere else. That's right, right. Okay, I got say. you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's official because now it's an AEW. Everything that happened before yeah. that was cool, but now it's happening in AEW. It's cooler. Mm-hmm. Right, I got you. P.S. Adam Cole's jacket sucks. Brandon, final thoughts on this? Just want to say anything you see coming out of this? Anything fun? I'll be disappointed if we don't get um, Statlander versus Adam Cole. We got to get some fucking inter- intergender <laughs> fucking matches. Dude. Something. We need intergender matches. This is bullshit. Every other company besides WWE does it. Just fucking do it already. I agree. <sighs> No, I don't have anything else besides this likely being the m- most boring part of the show again in the future. Right. Uh, how about CM Punk versus Wardlow? Um, this was not terrible. I kind of enjoyed it. Big throwback to uh, Diesel versus Bret Hart back in the day. Roll up win. It was pretty good. Wardlow looked like a machine. I thought it was good. Uh, Brandon, thoughts? Oh, Bleacher Report is not an A. I don't know if it's an A. <laughs> Bleacher Report gave the last segment a B plus. I would say this is a and that B was minus. A. I don't. I see. I don't know what the Diesel uh, match that you're referencing is. So it did, uh, that didn't mean anything to me. I didn't pick up on that. Uh, but it's to me, I'm just not particularly interested in these Mortal Kombat Tower uh, storylines where to get to the the guy that you want to fight, you have to go through the faction. So it's the uh, outcome is more predetermined than the typical predetermined outcome and to have a match where you just kind of squeeze in the roll up at the end uh, wasn't didn't do too much for me well I, I, if if you can think of my theory i don't think we get mjf versus punk at the end of this i don't think that's the payoff i think the payoff is wardlow versus mjf i think we're going to get mjf versus punk wardlow fucks over mjf we get wardlow versus mjf as the few coming out of it I think that adds a little bit of an yeah. interesting twist to it. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I didn't think about it that way, but I agree with that because first of all, we're just rerunning Chris Jericho and and uh, MJF from last year, right? I mean, if we go the same way that they're going, like you know, the way that it looks like that it's progressing towards. Um, but no, I was I was actually kind of like on the edge of my seat because I didn't know what they were going to do. Not that I was so excited that I was like, so, I was just like, well, how are they going to do this? And that you know especially on weekly television is kind of a 
like you almost know where it's going to go. But how are we going to get there? And the how sometimes gives you more excitement than the result itself. And I thought they did a really good job. It made Wardlow look like a monster. They they um, they he gets he loses to CM Punk. CM Punk slicks him. Um, MJF shoot basically shoots himself in the foot because he's such an asshole. So all the things that you could want to happen kind of happen. Then you get the almost turn which hasn't happened yet, but we all know it's going to happen eventually. Um, and um, then you have a uh, mid-card heel wrestler uh, oh, dictating ter- dictating terms guy. as to who's going to fight who and when. This fucking guy. We're talking about chairman. Like, yeah. Oh. Dude, well, no, no, I fuck wasn't is... talking about chairman. I was talking about MJF oh. dictating, dictating <laughs> matches. I don't know if he's mid-card, but people. God. Yeah, well, in our hearts. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, he could, he, he, right now with what they're doing, I guess, you know, he hasn't main evented a pay-per-view. I don't know. I don't know why I said mid-card, but you know what I mean? He's just, this dude is just going to run around and say, hey, look, I work for this company, but you're going to wrestle him. Yeah, he's going to wrestle him. He's just making matches and throwing him <laughs> into the ring. It doesn't make he's, like, sense. he's like, yeah, I'm scheduled to wrestle, but instead, uh, you're going to wrestle for me. And nobody's like, yeah. yeah. It, well, I you mean, obviously, this know. isn't the real world, but the real world would be like, yeah, but we already promised the people in the audience, and they paid the ticket to watch this. Right, movie. right, right. Like, the imagine, other thing is, imagine like, Dana White being like, yeah, it's cool. You guys, you decide. No, you're not going to fight. Some guy that's worse is going to fight. Cool. Well, the, the funny thing guy. is, is that when, when people... When people, because that actually happens sometimes in UFC where fighters will talk shit and they're going to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to fight so-and-so next. Something along those lines that whenever a reporter asks Dana White, he goes, yeah, no, not happening. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and no, that's never going to happen. Sorry. No, that's, not, no. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Oh, I was going to say that the chairman thing was hilarious because he's he's the classic. Ty Dillinger is, was like the first wave of, oh, he's going to be so much better in AEW, like the, the, all this untapped potential. And you never really see him on, on television. So you know in his head when he gets his 90 seconds or whatever, this was something that he's probably pondered over for uh, who knows how long. And it was just so boring. It was so boring what he had to say. And he did the thing where he was like, I'm the, I get stiff stuff done. That's why they call me the chairman. Just not, nothing interesting. But he goes, oh, but there's it's a lot deeper than that. Or there's a lot more to me than that. So it's like I, I'm not saying it right now. My my only opportunity of the quarter for me to be compelling. I didn't think of it yet. But just leaving it out there that there is at some point there is more to me. So this was, I thought that was just kind of funny and, and a little bit pathetic. The only thing I've liked in AEW that he's done so far was when he was in the room full of chairs, the chairman, and he was sitting like he was about to do a line from Chicago. That was the only <laughs> thing. That was the only yeah, part. Yeah. That's the only thing he did. He, okay, uh, all right. So the only thing I ever saw that I liked is when they were had no fans in the beginning of the no fans in Daly's place, and him and MJF were betting. And they got caught. Something happened that he got in trouble, and he was like, what? <laughs> that was it. Other than that, and I, I was looking um, on some Instagram comments on some post from AEW with him involved, with uh, Tenman involved in it. And 
he gets a lot of love, man. Yeah, I don't get I it. I mean, people love him. Oh, they they should go back to the perfect ten, and he was so good in NXT, and it was like he was first on the pay per view. If yeah. he was on the, he was pre show material. Ten minutes. There was a reason why, because if you ever listen to any of the podcasts, usually it ended up before Jericho lost his mind, which well before it was blatantly obvious that he was out of his fucking tree yeah we've talked about um, this before where everybody praises him people praised him yeah. and okay you, look you're in that business he's your co-worker you obviously know uh him better than any of us and 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 i'll take your word for it and that's that's fine there's there's more to somebody's worth inside of a company and whether or not they can perform on that one aspect of a company right but he never we talked about it before he never got called up and when he did he was gone immediately tenman Tenman. Can we he train was only good for coming Tenman? out tenth at the Royal Rumble. Right. That was the only good part. That was it. The, Once they did that, he was done. Can we trade Tenman for uh, the guy with the uh, selfie stick? What was his name? Tyler Breeze? Tyler Breeze. I, I would like to tell him Tyler Breeze. Can we trade him for selfie stick guy? Take the two of them. The two goofballs. Tyler Breeze and the other guy. Fandango? Fandango. Yeah, let's move on. Booking AEW right now is like the easiest job ever. Right. It's like com- complete nonsense comes out, and there's a remarkable amount of people online, and they're like, I love this guy. This is the like, best. I, I, okay. He's so, he was so misused. You fall in love with anything that he's done ever. Jeremy. Chicago. Uh, Dante Martin versus uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. Okay, this match happens. Classic Powerhouse Hobbs. He gets stupided. Out of his fucking rank, out of his uh, win. He's too dumb to win. But uh, Jay Lethal is now involved in this. Any uh, thoughts, Brandon? Jay Lethal, not on TV, now suddenly he is. No, I don't. The only thing I, I recall about this I thought was interesting was that they were trying to retire Dante Martin, and they kept referencing all of the, the head trauma that they were trying to give him throughout the ma- the match, which is it's just such a bizarre thing to be doing. I almost found it funny. That was Especially funny. That, like, Good. To like a 22-year-old, like, we need to – we need to beat this guy's brain into retirement in like 18 minutes here. Come on. <laughs> so, Taz kept saying yeah. it too. He's like, well, well, you know, you've been going after this man forever. What will, what will be your, uh, the only way he'll be happy if he retires, he's got to retire. I want him to retire. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. And then they were like, Taz, like he's pretty good at the, at the improv, uh, when he's comment commentating, uh, they, Ask him why he, or how Dante Martin got out of his contract, and Taz is like, I don't like, I got bad lawyers. <laughs> He's like, nobody, nobody could. Yeah, that was excellent. Like, I do have a that bad. That was excellent. Team. I got a bad legal team. What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Um, like, okay. Per- sorry, just just to hammer yeah. it up. That's perfect. Like that, it, it's fucking funny and makes things more interesting. When it's like. Like everybody at AEW is such this like one dimensional. They have one emotion and they exude it each time you see them. Just those subtle things from Taz where he's trying to fuck the world and run a faction and he's like exposes himself as a like like behind the scenes there is some some hack lawyers back here. But that's besides the point. <laughs> Matt Hardy does a good job of doing that too, where he's supposed yeah. to be rich money man, but he's a failure. <laughs> it's entertaining. It's I don't mustard. know. Yeah. I don't want to see him uh, in the ring anymore, but I, I I don't know. I think we need that every once in a while. A little Matt Hardy to be reminded. A little Matt Hardy just reminded <laughs> yeah. of how, how how immobile the guy is. So uh, and I do like. Go ahead, Chris. 
I do like Powerhouse Hobbs. Where like, if you want to, all right. So we talked about this before, where it's like, you know, you get these guys, you know, uh, when um, uh, an Adam Cole wrestles a whatever Tony Atlas or whatever his name, Tony Atlas, Tony <laughs> Atlas. <laughs> Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas. He wrestles Jake Atlas, and Jake Atlas just, you know, it almost beats him. You know, and then you get a guy like you have a young guy like Powerhouse Hobbs who he dummies himself. Right. That's how young guys lose shit. Right. They're good. They're talented. Got a lot of raw talent, but they're just fucking they do dumb shit and they lose. And I like how that happened to him. You know what I mean? Like he should have you think you should have just gone there and kicked this guy's fucking ass. He's huge. He's a fucking monster. But he does some dipshit thing because he's overconfident and he loses. It's it, he's interesting because first of all he's super like new to this yeah but he's fun to watch and he's believable in every match even though he's he, you know his character is he's a dope but he's a guy that you can easily powerhouse Hobbs I'm talking about you can easily heat up and then all of a sudden he's a monster that is going to fight in on baby day uh, baby face underdog like you could suddenly yeah. heat him up and be like oh he's on a you know how AEW does it. Oh, he won 12 matches on fucking Dark. Let's uh, have a main event. And it gets believable. Guys like that are believable. Ten men is not believable. No. There's nothing believable. About it was men. pointed out to me by my wife about ten men. Yes. That ten men wears nothing under his suit. No, not at all. I don't think he even wears underwear. He doesn't wear socks. No socks. No shirt. No socks. No shirt. I'm mm-hmm. just assuming dick is flopping. Dick, little dick, little fucking Canadian Someone dick. Swinging chairs. And... Little Canadian dick slapping against the zipper. Like... <laughs> Why's it got to be little? Jim, what has been revealed to you that would make you think that he doesn't even wear underwear? <laughs> I've got vids. Maybe That's that 10 isn't the number 10. Maybe it's 10 inches. <laughs> Well, it's Canada, so it would be 10 centimeters. 10 cm? Maybe, maybe it's 10. That's not bad. 10 meters. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's okay. It's like <laughs> fucking legendary overfeed shooting lasers out of it. Whoa. Like a dragon. I like it. All right, let's move on. Um, 10 men. Doesn't wear underwear. Thoughts? Um, Hangman, Adam Page comes to the ring. Cowboy shit. Uh, the, the MMA guy, Dan Lambert, comes out. He does his usual thing. It wasn't terrible this time because he's talking about somebody else besides Jericho. Lance Archer comes to the ring, and uh, Dan Lambert runs away, but Lance Archer attacks um, Page. So we got Archer versus Page as a halfway decent. I just talked about it. Heat a guy up, monster heel, halfway decent guy for um, Adam Page. Get the shit kicked out of him and then win. I'm into it. Get a guaranteed win under your belt and make him look stronger. But I don't know. Brandon, your thoughts. Yeah, I think this works. I think it's good for Hangman to have a, a, a face a different style of wrestler than Omega or Danielson, like switch up the type of stuff he's doing after we just watched 90 minutes of what he can do for someone like Brian Danielson. Um, that being said, and I don't care about this, I, I think it's funny more than anything, but talk about instantly heat somebody up. The last time we saw this guy, he almost paralyzed himself during yeah. the the Tony Nese reveal to jump directly onto his own his own <laughs> jump directly onto his own head and knocked himself I out. Forgot that. They they bring him back and they're like, 
you're the title character now, which I just find funny to be like, who, who's up next for prove they're the best wrestler, the guy that's been off for six months because he just concussed himself. You know, if nobody remembers, he did like he did like a moonsault, right? But he lands yeah. right on his fucking head. We're talking about um Lance Archer. And he lands, and it's terrifying looking, but they immediately pan to Tony Nese in the crowd. They'd already, I'm sure they so already funny. planned to do that. And Tony Nese's face is just like, you shake his head like, yeah, I approve of this man dying in the ring. He's supposed to be like, uh, like cool, yeah, I got my eye on this, but he's half like, oh my God, is Lance Archer paralyzed? Because it was under one second ago until they went to him for the first <laughs> time ever on TNT. So Tony Nese is here. Little little blooper. Bring out the little paramedics. Gas. Meanwhile, they're airlifting fucking Lance out of the stadium. They gotta cut a hole in the roof so they can drop a line down and helicopter him out. Hopefully, we get more Jake the Snake too. Well, that's what I was gonna say. You just stole my line there. I Sorry, thought I was gonna. Nah, I'm only kidding. I was gonna say the same thing. If 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 we if it's gonna give us more sake than nake, then I am fucking all over this. No, I thought this was good. And yeah. that fucking terrifying bump through a fucking chair. Yeah, good stuff. Oh, God. That, I, I, that was another one. I was watching in bed, and I saw it happen. I was just like, why? Why? More Adam Page <laughs> bleeding all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Getting getting uh, Lance Archer's insanely bad back tattoo in the prime time, too. <laughs> it's the best. It used to be, he used to have a tramp stamp. He talks shit about it. He talks shit about it all the time. Yeah, he's a huge tramp. He used to have a huge. He still, he still kind of does. Now he's got giant oozing out the sides of his. What does it look? It's a uh, like uh, it's the the three crosses on the mountain. The crosses. What's that called? called? I can't remember what that's called. It's not Megiddo. It's doesn't matter. All right, let's move on. Um, let's see what came out of this. What else came out of this? Jericho and Kingston. Jericho's doing a promo backstage talking about Blockhead. And then Kingston comes up, right? And didn't this happen? Is this the show? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think this is the show. Jericho has now become changed channel material. I liked um, Eddie Kingston coming and sliding into the screen, into a camera, and then just like looking at the camera and going, yup, and then start talking shit. <laughs> that was good. I just want to see I, Kingston I, I, own fucking Jericho on TV. Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, no, that's all I was going to say. I, I, I'm predicting this is coming. Kingston is going to absolutely obliterate 50-plus-year-old plugged-up Chris Jericho in the next month or so here because the stuff Jericho has been bringing to the table is, like, worse than ever. Poop. And I, but he still – he thinks it's, like, rules, and in, to, to half these people, it kind of does. They, they go fucking bananas when he comes out. One thing I did like on Rampage was um, – just to skip ahead a little bit – was uh, – Jung Boy came out and everybody was singing his song. And Jericho was on commentary and he's like, I hate when people sing the songs of the of the wrestlers, but you know, and he just like continued on his little thing. I was like, eh, look at Jericho. That's funny. All right. Tough sledding. <laughs> Jericho Jer- wasn't obvious. I mean, I'm sure he was always a horrible human being, but he wasn't. It wasn't outwardly always a horrible human being. I used to love Chris Jericho. It's still one of my favorites of all time. It's very sad to me to, to see how the mighty have fallen. Pretty soon, we'll be doing this podcast for another 20 years. We'll be holograms in people's houses, standing mm-hmm. there talking. And I'll be talking about how Jericho will be in the rafters, and it'll just come down. <laughs> he'll, act, 
Yeah, he'll he'll be the he'll be the new one after Ric Flair ascends after Ric Flair dies. to. Uh, he'll never die. He ascends. He's he's got car shield money now. We're good, dude. <laughs> he's gonna buy that immortal immortal technology, whatever it is. They're gonna weird, freeze his, dude. That weird gonna, commercial where it's got what's his name in it too, the guy from fucking Impact and NXT in it. Oh, I, that one hasn't been on recently. I'm a big daytime television crap guy. <laughs> What, and, uh, what's that wrestler's name? I forget his that name. That was L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. He was, um, he was the 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 hell was his name? The Overcharger. Uh, yes. I'm the Overcharger, and I would, he had coveralls on with the sleeves cut off, and Ric Flair looked at him, woo! And now, but now when you look at him, he's got this like you gotta watch what you gotta see the new one. You gotta see the new one because he's got this look like this hollow seriousness, like. Like, death is, it's because they rolled him out on a dialysis machine. When that's around <laughs> the corner, you got to get car shield because you may get your car and then you're going to die and it's going to be stuck. And I'm going to die. <laughs> Look at me. Can you see the death in my eye? <laughs> Who does this? Ric Flair. Ric Flair does the car shield. Car and pretty shield. soon he'll be telling you how you can get more money on your Social Security check every month. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be doing um uh, him. Uh, what, what's the, <laughs> oh no, what just happened? What what's the what's the uh what's it called? Podcast just got plugged. Oh, there up. he is! Whoa, look at those plugs! Look at those things! Oh my! Oh, that's God. pre-plug. That's I think pre-plug. He was he was, he was cleaning them up, getting that area in, on his forehead ready. Now you could see he's got the, the they're coming out right up here, and then there's they're it's little sprouts could be right behind it. He's going to be uh, Rick Flair is going to be doing consumer cellular between uh, Jeopardy rounds on Channel 6. No, yeah, he's going to be out there with Joe Namath and Jimmy Walker and Rick Flair and they'll be selling Woo! you can get Woo! more money got mesothelioma. Woo! Get... <laughs> like I had no J- idea that Jay Lethal they had this car shield. Had... Dude, yeah. there's like 20 of them. Sit back and relax and watch them when you're done or watch them. The LA Night the LA Night one's the best. Yeah, it's insane. I'm the overcharger, and I'm gonna charge it. And Ric Flair's like, "Woo!" And he does his serious bump. He's like, Ow! And then Ric Flair, because he's, you know, car shield, car shield. I'm looking at people, but all I see is the Grim Reaper, because he's right around the corner. Death smiles. All right, let's move on. Somebody, somebody took Rick's yogurt. There's a, a post that says Rick's yogurt in the fridge of this car shield commercial, <laughs> and he busts some like 25 year old guy over the head with the chair. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, car shield starring Ric Flair. Go look it up. Akara Shida versus Serena Deeb in a grub ma- grudge match. Uh, Deeb attacks Shida from behind, takes out her knee, and now Serena Deeb is going home. Not Serena Deeb. Uh, Akara Shida is going home to Japan for the uh, New Year's holidays. So. Uh, We'll see you in a couple months. Go visit your family. Brandon, thoughts? I heard some uh, some uh, Sheeta Deeb uh, slander when I listened to back last week while I was taking a pee. I am a big fan of this feud. I don't think it's I think it's been stretched out perfectly. It's been going on since summertime. Good. I don't even remember what I said. It's probably just pick something to complain about. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I don't ringleader here. So we just started bitching. It was the only thing we knew how to do without your direction. Jim's not, Jim's not here to be positive. <laughs> I hate everything. Go ahead, Brandon. No, I don't really have anything. I don't know. It was three minutes. 
torqued her knee again. You know, we're, I guess just, you know, checking in. Hey, they're still pissed at each other. Serena Deeb's still ruthless. Uh, I guess it'll be a couple months, apparently, till till they circle back on this one. But, I mean, these two against each other definitely works. I don't know what that asshole last week was saying. Chris, that asshole? No, I mean me. You too. <laughs> <laughs> so... I would assume that she's going to, that Hikaru Shida goes away and then Serena D will go on a reign of terror over the next few months and beat up every AW dark baby face there is. And I'm fairly certain we know who it'll probably at some point, one of those baby faces will be legit Layla Hirsch. Okay. Fucking nuked. She's not a baby face anymore. She's a heel now. (laughs) Oh, did she she turn heel? Yeah. You didn't watch um, Rampage? Why not? It's so much fun. She's got her I think own. I fell asleep and I forgot to go back. All right, well that's good then. I'm glad she's, to hear that. She's got her own story. But um, you know, I can watch these. I just you have so many fucking people. This was the complaint last week. You got so many people. Give me a few weeks between these. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Between that's it. Between matches. Between talking about it. Let me. Let me get. Let me miss it. Before you then the internet back. will complain that they're not seen every week. Which Fuck them! You know, one of the great things, we're going to talk about Penta Seattle Miedo in a minute. Um, one of the great things about Lucha Underground, and one of the things that we love the most about Lucha Underground, if me, I mean, I can only speak for myself, is that they had like this huge roster, but they weren't always available, and they filmed it like a TV show, so they filmed it in clumps. And... Mm-hmm. Just as soon as a guy wasn't on TV for a couple of weeks and he started to think, hmm, where's Aerostar been? He would pop up on TV all of a sudden. He'd be like, oh, there he is. Where's Drago? Where's, I don't know, <laughs> fucking Blue Damon Jr. <laughs> where, where's Oscarita he been? Sagrada. They would just show up and you'd be like, okay, okay. Just... Where was the gigantic guy with the belt that was whipping people in the crowd? Oh, that big, the big chubby guy. Uh, oh, oh God, that was so yeah, good. All, oh, that belt match. Thing. What was that? It was that was Ultimate Lucha One. It was Hernandez it was versus Re- Fuck. I don't even know where to watch Lucha Underground anymore. It used to be on Netflix. We but... found it. It's somewhere I think it's out on, like, there. Tubi it's not on Netflix like anymore. Yeah, it's oh, on God, one so of good. them. We might have to do that. We might have to. Watch... We're in a, another down spiral of shitty wrestling. We might have to watch Lucha Underground. But um, well, here's the difference though. This is from my un, unlearned opinion. Um, I writing television. It's they sometimes they write these wrestling shows. A lot of these guys have been around for a long time, and they write these wrestling shows. They're like they're writing a weekly territory, <clears throat> right? Which they have, and they're not. It. Well, but they need to add. I think they need to add more television writers into the mix. Um. Just to structure story, not to write the story, but structure it in a way where they, like you said, that had television writers working on it as well as wrestling. I think one of the few, there's only a few wrestling guys on Lucha Underground. One of them was Chavo Guerrero. He was like one of the big ones. They, they, um, Vampiro. structured it. They, stru- they structure it in a way that it's like, um, I mean, I, I always fall back to Game of Thrones. It, it, it's like, you know, you go you go three episodes without the hound, and then the hound would pop up. They know how long to go before they start bringing guys back. Mm. And them out just it, long it, enough that you miss them. Just long enough for you to miss them, and almost forget about them if the rest of the storylines are intriguing. 
right? And then you bring them back. Um, so it's like I think that I think that obviously could be completely wrong. This is conjecture, but I think that wrestling, the wrestling mindset, especially like you get the older guys, that it's if if just two guys, Hangman and Brian Danielson, if that's working, do it next week too, because back in the day you weren't in the same city. I also, and they if I can just interject to fall real back quick. on these things, please do. I think one of the tools. issues that we do have is that there are live shows every week, and people that pay tickets want to see certain people, so they got to be on TV. Yeah. Now you can space them out and put them on Rampage. You can space them out and put them on Dynamite, depending on what, you know, where you're at in a storyline. But nobody's, they're not going to be on Dark or Dark Elevation because that's the warm-up show. So you have two options. You're either you're going to be on every week. Just you're either, either you're going to be on Wednesday or you're going to be on Friday because they got to be on TV. Matt Jackson thought right. he couldn't be off TV for know? more than two weeks because, you know, like, God forbid he just not will be on TV because I fought COVID and I won. <laughs> Brandon, I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you real quick. A, a just a description of one episode of Lucha Underground. It's season one, episode two. All right, here we go. Los Demonios was the title of the episode. Katrina warns Blue Damon Jr. of 1,000 deaths. Mundo and Puma are feeling vengeful. What what is that from? That's that's the description on Tubi. Tubi, okay. Of Lucha Underground. And just so you know, in case you were wondering, maybe you don't want to watch this, the picture on the for the little thumbnail for the first episode of Lucha Underground is Conan. <laughs> that is tumor. Whatever happened to Conan? Conan, in Conan, the, Conan the hernia. <laughs> Conan is hernias. Well, the best part about that was just guy, no, my intrigue there. No, no, no. You please. I was, was going to say the best part about that was when when Conan showed up the whole time. Fucking Vampiro, who I think hated him in real life, yeah. was like, "You got to watch this guy's piece of shit," right. and he wouldn't stop the whole time. He's like, "Conan's a snake in the fucking grass, man. This guy's a piece of shit." Imagine Next. if Penta El Zero Miedo, who we're going to talk about in a minute, so his brother, this is a little throwback to you, Lucha Underground watchers, his brother, Phoenix, dislocates his elbow. He's out for a while in AEW. Happened last week. Um, so Penta El Zero Miedo decides he wants to get revenge and reverts back to his Lucha Underground evil skeleton ninja days and just goes around and starts breaking everybody's arms. That'd be amazing. That would be great. That'd be a way to get guys off TV for a while. Like, you want to go on vacation? Pentel Zero Miedo broke your arm. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> they go to fucking Hawaii for two weeks. They come back. Oh, my arm's healed. Hey, I'm good now. Yeah. That yeah. would be entertaining. Yeah. What we get isn't. Any uh, final thoughts on whatever the fuck we were talking about before? Because we're going to move on. Brandon? Let's I got on. no idea what we were talking about. Okay, no, neither do I. All right, so uh, Pentel Zero uh faced Matt Hardy. And you say to yourself, yeah, this is going to suck. This stinks. Yeah, it did stink. Uh, but Malachi Black comes out. The lights go off. Malachi Black comes out. He gets the living shit kicked out of him by Penta El Zero Miedo. Uh, the Varsity Blondes with Julia Hart with her, with her fucking pirate, pirate uh, patch. Then the lights go out again. The crowd seemed to know before we did. And Brody King... Makes his first appearance from, uh, where the fuck was he? Ring of Honor. He comes Ring of in. Honor. And um, 
beats the shit out of everybody. And then they do a pretty rad-ass fucking double-team move. Brandon, thoughts? Are you familiar with Brody King? Not really, no. Uh, I think I've seen him like a couple times Ring of Honor. I forget if he was at that one Ring of Honor live show that we went to. but um, I think he was. Yeah, it's interesting. MSG, yeah, yeah was. this was crazy tattoos. Interesting way to get to a surprise Brody King debut was bringing Matt Hardy and Penta out there. So, uh, right. yeah, this is, they really went. They, were, they I mean, took I the long this route. Is probably, this is probably injury related. This probably had to do with Phoenix being hurt. It was probably supposed to be a tag match or something. They had to shuffle some shit around. They're like, hey, Matt, we haven't seen you in a ring for a while. Let's see what you can do. Yeah. So, that, so um, I don't know how the hell we, that tied into fucking malachi black though that's the part that i'm confused about that i mean i guess they were in like that trios feud um or am yeah, i getting why, confused? Yeah, why, are why? i don't know why malachi black gives a fuck about i don't remember why either the, of these why people Pent is I mean, mad at malachi black chris do you remember why penta is mad at malachi i have black? no idea i think i think tony khan gets a boner when they you know when they uh, unveil people. I think the, that was just tats, like, get this guy the fuck out of there. Yeah. They were like, I see there's so many dudes I mean, with tats. We need another one. Tats. Honestly, it doesn't matter. I'm a fan of something not being so obviously traced out for, for weeks and just letting something happen live that you didn't expect to see when you turn the, the two hour program on. And then Julia Hart's like, uh, she's yelling and saying, Hey, don't beat up Malachi black. She's yep. that, that, uh, that vampire bloods, uh, yes seeping into her skin so i think we are going to get what you suggested they'll probably just make it take a lot longer than than uh i thought also they're called the kings of the black throne okay that's this is the, the faction that's what i was thinking kind of a, kind of a weird kind of a weird name because in your head you imagine if they're the kings of one throne somebody's sitting on somebody else's lap or someone's got to sit on the armrest so what's what's <laughs> Can't have multiple kings on one throne. That's just not how kings work. Do we have a round table? We get the king in one, and yeah. everybody else sits in other chairs. Why are we all sitting in the same chair here? No, no multiple kings for one throne. This isn't how things work. They're stacking them. That's, They're all stacked together. <laughs> Chris, Chris, thoughts on how many people can fit on the throne? I got a pump toilet in my basement. A pump toilet? What's that mean? That means the toilet's lower than the than the drainage line for the sewer line, so you have to pump the poop up in the air and then back down. Oh, cool. Good stuff. All right. Um, how many people you could fit on that? How many kings could you fit on that? How many kings? Three kings. Three kings. Three kings. Balthazar. Balthazar. <laughs> we three Malazar kings. and Tralazar. 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 I forgot about that guy. Was he in the Bible? All right, let's move on. Um, nothing else worth talking about on this show. The main event was uh, Semi Guevara versus Daniel Garcia. The interim TNT championship, which uh, Cody is not going to come back and win because he's, according to the internet, leaving and going to WWE because that makes... He's going to WWE. It makes complete sense. All right, so uh, Rampage... He's going to be riding... Okay. The clock's going to turn down and hit zero at the Royal Rumble. And you're going to hear, woo, dun, dun, and Ric Flair is going to come down from the ceiling with Cody Rhodes sitting on his shoulders. And then Cody Rhodes, he'll go right into the ring, and Cody Rhodes will just be standing there. Oh, like, yeah, okay, gotcha. 
It's like a like uh, he's a human bungee cord. Yeah. There you go. I like like that. the sting when he, it'll just be his head. Woo! 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 Gosh. Looking for his yogurt. Looking for his yogurt. Is my yogurt down here? That's my yogurt. My body's made yogurt. I can't keep these alligators down. My yogurt. Woo! Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Don't let me lead a sex show. Woo! 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 My yogurt. All right. Um, nothing to talk about on Rampage. Rampage stunk. Uh. Layla Hirsch and Chris Statlander are going to feud. That's all I got. Rampage stunk. There were some highlights of Dynamite, but nothing that you needed to go out of your way to watch. Even the Brody King reveal was cool, but the match itself leading into it wasn't great. But, um, yeah, not a great week for AEW Dynamite. You got any final thoughts, Brandon? Anything I missed? No. Everything that we just breezed over, I'm glad that we did. I think stank, yeah. Final thoughts, you know, I think we're... We've discussed this many times. They're kind of worked themselves into a bit of a hole here where uh, everybody's got to get into a faction because you can't have a clean match without one. So we got a lot of that again this week. The stuff that wasn't that, Lance Archer coming back, Cody Rhodes getting booed, just the announcement of his return. Those things are kind <laughs> of interesting. So Yeah. All right. So this week we get uh, TNT champion Cody Rhodes because the other guy's an interim. He returns this week. Is this the one where he announces he's going to leave forever? Everybody cheers. And then he goes, I lied, and signs his contract, and then takes a piss in the ring. Literally. Brandon, thoughts? So Cody Rhodes is going to announce that he's leaving. He's going to sign a WWE contract and take a piss in the ring. Is that what we're predicting? No, the other way around. He's going to announce oh, he wasn't leaving. He's going to sign a TNT or a uh, AW contract. And then he's going to take a big old fucking pee in the ring. <laughs> and he's going to jump on Ric Flair's back and fly out of there. Woo! Car shield, car shield, car shield. Brandon Thoughts. Car shield. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see something like that happening. We'd be lucky if we get that. No, yeah, it's not going to be that fun. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. All right, how about this one? Ooh. Trying to figure out how to watch Lucha. When's the last, sorry, one question. When's the last, like, TNT title match that you can remember, recall fondly? Has there been one? Um, Cody versus, wasn't there a good I re- one? I recall the fire every one. T- the fire I death recall- one against uh, Andrade. Wasn't that Cody? Wasn't that a TNT match? Yeah. Wasn't yeah. It? That, uh, that might've been Sammy Guevara might've been champ then. I recall I don't... every, ahead, Cody Chris. didn't defend that thing, right? No, he didn't. Chris, good. I recall every match that Miro had as the TNT championship. Yeah, there you go, Miro. Everything yeah, Miro. that Miro was involved in was good. That's months ago. <laughs> he hasn't been on TV. But we're getting fucking... Tell me Yeah. All right, let's move on. Um, Sting and Darby Allen versus The Acclaim. Did you catch The Acclaim's uh, um, hip-hop video with... Uh, in the snowy confines of some abandoned school, Brent. A couple, a couple of uh, old men going through a goth vase or something like that. Was that the yep. song? Yep. I mean, I'm not, it's kind of funny. You could trash him over that. It's good to know. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it was, it was fine. Whatever. Chris, what were your thoughts? I fell asleep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris, Brandon's bending down to grab something. It's just Chris, you're a stupid face staring at me now. Um. 
Serena Deeb versus Sky Blue. So here we go. Serena Deeb mutilating people for the next six months before Hikaru Shida comes back from vacation. Brandon, thoughts? Right, so this was what, what you guys were saying earlier. At the end of that match, all these other female wrestlers come out to like stop the madness with Serena Deeb. So I guess now she's got to face all of them just because they've... They're disrespected by her. A lack of integrity is the storyline here. So, nah, not very interesting. Chris, thoughts? Chris has disappeared. I'm looking at a toy cabinet right now. Oh, that's a good one. All right. Uh, how about this one? This should excite you. FTR versus Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson. Man this is botching. dynamite? This is dynamite. Man who is botching all over fucking uh, dark and dark elevation. Brandon, thoughts? Brock? Brock's slipping on banana peels on the used tube. Yep. Whoop, 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 whoop. Man, yeah, this is bad. That's already an hour they probably took up with just pure crap. Uh-huh. How about this? CM Punk before? versus the Tenman. The chairman. Sean Spears. This looks fucking terrible. I'm going to watch this match with the thought in my head just being, does this guy at any point do something that could make someone love him or interested in him i think the answer is going to be no but now that i know he has diehard fans i'm going to try to watch it and be like how could he possibly acquire even one diehard fan so right orange cassidy and chris statlander versus adam cole and dr Britt baker at dmd i'm telling you we better have women versus fucking dudes in this match or i'm going to be pissed yeah is this a mixed tag here yeah if they have to do that thing where they have to get out where they have to get out that's fucking corny Chris, thoughts? Uh, I mean, if they do that thing where they got to get out, it will be dumb. And if they don't have to do that thing where they got to get out, it'll be awesome. There you go. Brandon? I mean, it's really, you know. Nothing. House of Black versus the Varsity Blondes. And Blondes is spelled wrong on this website. It's spelled B-L-O-N-D-S. No E. Blondes. Professionalism at its best. Yeah, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I think we could work for any of these websites as long as we don't want to get paid because none of these motherfuckers get paid. Get paid in experience, Chris. Yeah, House of Black I'm versus Varsity Blondes. Go ahead. What do you think? Um, you know, I am not – I have nothing against the Varsity Blondes. I don't think they stink. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about them. They're a good baby face team They're that generic. could lose. This should be fun. I like I those like, throwback teams, like those 80s. That's an 80s throwback generic fucking team. I like it. Yeah, Pillman does that thing where, like, cause, well, first of all, he has the mullet and the poofy hair, but he does that thing where he pulls his hands up to his chest and he's like, come on, let's go. Yeah. Like, it's like so come on, come on. fucking WCW fucking Saturday night. Marty Gennetti, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm into it too. We also got an announcement that uh, John Moxley will be on the show. Is that. Uh, that's um, dynamite. Dynamite. I'm sorry. No, he will be here in the flesh. I don't know if he's going to be doing anything, but he'll be back. So good maybe good they for should. Him. Maybe they should do a gimmick since he's been having problems with drinking. Maybe they should do a gimmick where he's a drunk. He could mm-hmm. fall off the ramp and then he could climb to the top and be like ah, and then somebody can kicks and go out and get him and he'll fall. Yeah, he falls off the back. Mm-hmm. Puke. Wasn't it Puke that was going to get him? It was Draws. Draws. Uh, that guy's paralyzed. R.I.P. No, he's alive. He's just no, yeah. he's, he's, he's dead, dead to me. Neck down. Yeah. <laughs> his toes aren't. <laughs> he's alive, but his toes ain't. 
boy. All right. That's oh, all I got. You got anything else you want to talk about? I'm going to see him sitting in his wheelchair outside of my house, like in the middle of the street. With a <laughs> tube? I got coffee shit. I don't know that he talks like that, but that seems <laughs> Apparently like he's got a really good – I mean, from everything I've seen, interviews and everything, ever since it happened, he's got a real good sense of humor about it. So power to him, man. Just awoken by the, the sound of his van ramp moving <laughs> down, on, down onto the ground. <laughs> Draws his ear. Is that a, is that a handicapped <laughs> van ramp? Always <laughs> uh, oh, uh, here. Drowsy's ride has arrived. <laughs> the Drowsmobile. Oh my God! Any final oh, thoughts? Any bedroom. Draws is outside. <laughs> I'll just be. I will be looking out my window. <laughs> just see my eye. Taking a peek to see if the Royal. When's the Royal Rumble? A couple of weeks. We got two weeks till Royal Rumble. Fucking Saturday it's night. It's usually the last weekend of the month. Yeah, I definitely am not watching it. I don't maybe understand Bailey? this. Oh, this. Maybe Bailey will be in it. I don't understand this Saturday night thing. It's very, it seems very strange to me to uh, to condition people to have pay per views on Sunday nights for the last fucking thirty years, and then all of a Switch sudden you turn up, around yeah. and put it on Saturday. Uh, I just don't think. I don't. I, honestly, I mean, if you're trying to. I think that's an idiotic idea. I don't know. Somebody approached it like, oh, this is a great idea. I don't think it's a good idea. Saturday well, night fucking hold on. interviews. Is there NFL playoffs this night? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I would Yeah, I would guess so. But uh, Well, I mean, I mean the Sunday of the 29th because then you get the week off afterwards and then the Super Bowl is this year is the second Sunday of February because of COVID, I think. Yeah, it could have been a booking issue too. They maybe yeah. they just wanted to be able to get the buildings because everything with COVID, and then there was a mad rush, you know, with people trying to book events, and that could have just screwed them because they're always the Rumble's always the week between the NFC AFC Championship game mm-hmm. and the Super Bowl. It's the off week. Right. So maybe they couldn't get it. Yeah, they'd already you know, they, or they'd already committed they had already committed to this weekend, and the NFL had moved shit around because of COVID well, protocol. Well, they added a week to their right. season, so that's right. what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more likely what's going on. I'm curious because, uh, you know, we always get our uh, ratings numbers, and I don't really give a shit about ratings, but I'm curious to see what happens because they had playoff a playoff game on Monday Night Football this year, which they never do. That's a I'm new thing, too. Raw's, it's going to be every year now. I'm curious how Raw's numbers get the shit kicked out of them or not. I mean, I'm sure they did. Well, I, I, from what I understand, from what I've always heard, that they take that gets taken into consideration when you project your numbers. It's like, you know, Monday Night Football, we're fucked from September to January, September to the end of December. Now it's going to be January because they're going to add that extra week and there's the extra playoff game. They are going to put that on Monday night as well. So, right. I'm just curious. Interesting stuff. Anything else you want to talk about? Brandon? No, I'm good. Gross. Call it. Nah, I don't think I got anything. No. And we ain't got shit to talk about. I mean, Mox is coming back next week and then we got, we got the new tag team of the the, the the Black Toilet Bros. So hopefully we got something to look forward to. The Black Toilet Black. Bros. Alistair Black and the Black Toilet. What's his name? <laughs> Malachi Black and the Black Toilet Bros. It's Al- Malachi uh, Alistair Black, right? Malachi Black and Brody King. He's the, the, toilet, the king. Black toilet, 
Toilet Black Flip Mafia. <laughs> Black Black Throne Mafia. They just come somebody rolling for, to the rings. Go ahead. Port somebody for Christmas gave me a tushy. Like oh, one yeah. of those. Yeah, just try it out. Days. But it's black. So it's just, I feel like it's just weird. Who has a black toilet <laughs> except for oh, the black know. toilet? Alistair Black. Alistair Black Mafia. Hold on. Black Toilet Mafia. That's who they are. Tushy? Yeah. What is this? Oh, it's the. It's like it's a, a bidet, bidet that, it's a bidet. that you like snap onto your your toilet, but it's black. So you have a white toilet with this like plastic black butthole cleaner like clicked onto the top of it. I just didn't. How are you enjoying it? I feel like that's real trash. I didn't plug it what's, in. I feel like that's real trash. Brandon, what's more important to you, aesthetics or clean ass? I'm just curious. Dude. Sounds like aesthetics is more I'm important than you. a clean butthole. Uh, fucking bidet is the way. You're fucking up, dude. That you, have, first, you have one? That should be the first T-shirt no, of our podcast. Been, yeah, bidet is wrestling the way. Is hard as, wrestling is hard. Bidet is the way. Is the way. I, no, when I was I've in never Japan, used every, one. every toilet has a bidet. They have the greatest toilets in the history of the planet. Don't they have like a remote on them on the side? Did you, did you try any of those? The well, they toilet. have it. That's what, you have like a remote? Like my wife can from the other room can squirt water <laughs> up my asshole? Oh, <laughs> No, no they have uh, controls on the side. It's amazing. Heated seats. They're a thousand dollars. Trust me, I looked into it. Heated seat. Like, oh, is it like awesome. a cushy seat? No, no, it's hard. Uh, okay, maybe that's so wait, like a thousand dollars. That that seems. I, I'm sorry, but that's rel- I find it to be relatively cheap for anal oh, joy. No, it is, but. Uh, I mean, I guess I didn't go into it. We want to remodel our bathroom, so I'm not paying yes, a thousand dollar toilet until the until the bathroom's remodeled. My bathroom is freezing. My bathroom is so fucking cold. Just imagine like having to sit on a rock when you take a shit out in the fucking wilderness and in, in the middle of winter. That's what it's like to, to go sit on my toilet. Right or, or like a or like a trough in a NASCAR race up at the Poconos. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like taking a dump in a trough. In the freezing cold. At a Next is Smart Mark Sterling. <laughs> Smart Mark Sterling. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> so you're dreaming about that hot seat. Oh, I love it. It was amazing. They also have this weird thing where they have a, uh, in the public bathrooms, they have a button you hit, so it makes it so this way you can't hear farts. But everybody's got to know that you're taking a shit because it plays this, like, song. <laughs> so it, instead of shit sounds, it's just everybody's hitting the button with the song on it. It's like this motherfucker shit. No, it was like a <laughs> weird staticky sound. Like, it was weird, man. Japan's toilet's amazing. Somebody other thought about toilets? There was probably a boardroom, like a big, there was a think tank of, of scientists that figured out what the perfect pitch was to block out every fart. Mm. And it was <laughs> static and woo. Yep. I want to be on that team. Yes. I want to do that for a living. That's a good gig. You know, every single train stop in Japan throughout the entire country has a different jingle. And one man created them all. Guy's probably a billionaire now. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I was that dude. Yep. Any more questions about toilets or uh, jingles? No, I'll let you know if I try it. I, I don't think I can do it. Has anybody, speaking of Instagram can't. reels, yeah. has anybody stumbled upon We didn't mention this that on the podcast, but go ahead. No, I don't give a shit. Speaking of it, has anybody, because this is wrestling related, has anybody stumbled across this 
Tech Nine song with the rock in it? No, I have no idea what that is. Oh, yeah. It's about drive. It's about power. It is the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. Why? Because it's the rock rapping. How old is the rock now? Is this new? It's got to be relatively new, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a couple. I know. I know the whole thing. It's like, uh, that's like one of the big tips. Give me some bars. Give me some bars. It's about drive. It's about power. Uh, something, some fuck. Uh, put in the work, put in the hours, and take what's ours. That's what he says. I got Samoan blood. He says that at some point. Nice. It's about drive. It's it's pretty cringy. It's it's fucking terrible. And it's in my reels. I've been doing this thing where I've been going through my reels. And I've been hitting not interested on a bunch of shit to clean out my algorithm because mm-hmm. it's so fucking bad. Yeah. They must have caught on to that uh that lady with the uh 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 oh yeah lady. They must have caught on to her that. because I haven't seen her in months. What do you mean caught on to her? Well, they they catch on that she's got multiple accounts promoting her shit. Oh, they okay. Get, they start shit. shutting shit down. Oh, is that what they do? Yep. Someone complained. Instead of just hitting, I she disappeared from my feed. Yeah, it I went from why. her. It went from her to hot hot women with gray hair. Yeah, you did get that. That's like a weird thing. They were hot gray haired women. You got that's yeah. weird. Yeah, that popped up, and um, <laughs> yeah, it was you know. I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with that. It just came out of nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah, the same thing. I mean, my, I never, my no- What's that? They were like they were like in their thirties. These women, they just said yeah, like they just said right here. Yeah, yeah mine this, was mine was Korean pop stars for a while. It still is actually, because I follow well, a lot of Japanese women's wrestlers. Like, You're old that. and horny, bro. You're an old horny man. <laughs> you probably like K-pop. That's what it is. You like the horny like K-pop. You're, you're you look like horny. one of those. You look like you might be one of those dudes that sits in the front row of TJPW with a little shoulder bag. Sweating profusely. Sweating. <laughs> sweating and not applauding. Just staring like just horrible posture thing. and like a pink hoodie. That is the weird shit. Like I went to a women's show, but I went to a YMZ, so it's like a comedy one over there in uh, Cork and Hall. And every, like everybody in the crowd was having so much fun and they were interacting and cheering and having a good time. And these stardom and TJPW fucking fans were just like <laughs> Yeah, that's horrific. It's creepy. And not just those dudes. That sound you made was fucking horrific. Yeah, that's it. God. He's drooling. There's not enough people at those shows for pervs to feel comfortable sitting there. They don't care. You, you can see them in the background. They're like, there's like eight of them in the, in the three, the first three rows. Just And they all sit on an angle. Yeah, they're always like this. Yeah. They're covering their bone. They're crossing their legs and covered the bone. Their little bone. No bone. No bone. <laughs> Lack of bone. Tuck it up in the waistband, trying to make, pull their hoodie over it so it doesn't slip. Like Larry, doesn't slip out. Larry, Dave, Larry David had the had – the, he had the Hold first on. episode. I, I'm going to expose myself since we're a live medium. So I ordered from um, – we're a video medium now. I ordered a print from Ice Ribbon. This woman, um, Yappy, she does like hand-drawn pictures of you nerd. Her wrestlers. Here we go. Look. Look at this. So I get them framed. I'm going to get them framed and put them all over the wall. That's Suzu Suzuki. There you go. But this Magnum is what they Brown. send you. Hold on. This is what they send you. You ready for the horn dog stuff? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Okay, so I get a little like, uh, okay, there's the ice ribbon. Like it's their book, and it's got all the girls in it. Okay, cool. 
Uh, I get a poster from one of the shows. Very cool. Look, that's cool. I don't know what the fuck this is. They sent me this. You could tell me. There's Thecla. She's in Stardom now. Okay. But then they sent me this. This is Suzuki. She's 19, dude. She's fucking 19. I'm I'm not saying how old I am. I'm way too old. She's older than my daughter. There you go. It's funny funny to just imply that you're like, this guy's got to have a fetish. This guy's a fucking horn dog. (laughs) I mean, I am a horn dog, but not for. I don't cross my streams, man. I also got DVDs, too. Can you believe that? They sent me all these DVDs. They sent me all this That's shit. That's how well they're selling. <laughs> it says it's a lot of three, stuff. Wait, it says it's worth uh, three thousand yen at thirty bucks. They, they also told me I have a huge credit. Free. I overpaid, so <laughs> I got all this stuff. There you go, fandom. How do you overpay? I don't they know. Just, I guess like, I translation. I did something. You know what I did? I um, I calculated in. It's, you like they don't cash app in somebody for this stuff? No, they can't. <laughs> Only fans. I uh, I ended up uh, paying for overpaying for shipping. The shipping translation was off. Mm. I ended up paying a shit ton for shipping. So they sent me all this stuff, and they were like, hey, you've got all this money left over if you want to buy more stuff. I don't, because I don't want any more uh, creepy pictures of fucking 19-year-olds. I don't want any more kinky posters. I don't want any more kinky. Look, hey, look, it's like we're dating. Just put that up, like, across the from the toilet on the wall. See what you're... The, bl- the black says. throne. See what my wife says. I'll put it across from our black throne. <laughs> when, we're double, when we're double stacked on this on the black throne, sitting on top of each other. Oh like, no! Where'd this picture come from? It's beautiful. Do you think they're dumping between each Wait. other's legs on the black throne? Yeah, of course. Or do you think they're sitting like they're like meshed together, so chest to chest? On top of each other. Yeah, I think that's I think the top way, guy way. or bo- bottom guy sits normal shit, and then Brody King straddles him. Straddles him, tight as possible. Takes the dump between his balls. His balls, ball poop. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then like a like a bidet, Alistair Black pulls his penis up and, and pees into his butt. That <laughs> <laughs> shit clean with a saline solution. <laughs> We're getting taken off YouTube. <laughs> All right. Grand opening, grand closing. Got to put the big boy on top. On that note, thanks for joining us this week. Join us here every week at Wrestling is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. And for Brandon and Chris, I'm Jim, and we will be back here next week.